top of the morning to y'all, good people. I'm Cameo with Gems in the Gym. I'm Tennis Bailey with Ball and Prep. You guys are rocking with a fresh episode of Ball and Gems, the podcast. What's happening, P. P. Biddy? Good, my boy. How about yourself? Man, I'm outstanding, man. I'm outstanding. Now, this time, I believe we <laughs> it's the heartland. This is the heartland that we're going it's, to. It's definitely the heartland. So that's it. I, I would. I'm okay with Midwest. Okay, we're going. Okay, it's the Midwest, y'all. We going. <laughs> we going to the. We going to the Midwest. Um, I, I, well, you know, we're gonna ask him. I can't think of nothing else other than Midwest from Nebraska. I mean, that's like the middle of the doggone country. I know. Let's right. Let's see what he says. I'm like, <laughs> hey, we we big on this here on the Ball and Gems podcast. So if this is your first time listening to us and rocking with us. We like to figure out different regions and geography and all that stuff. So yeah, we try to get a lesson on everything, geography, every once in a while. You know, but I'm feeling good, man. I'm, I'm energetic. This is an energetic brother that's going to come on. Um, and let's learn about his journey, man. Let's learn about his journey, learn about the philosophy, get some of his thoughts on some of the current things that's happening uh, in women's basketball and basketball, period. You know, um, I think it'd be pretty good. And we have our guests on, brother. Hey, and on cue, we have... Nebraska assistant women's basketball coach Chuck Love is on the Ball and Gems podcast. I'm Cameo with Ball and Gems. I'm Prentice Bell with Ball and Prep. We rocking, we rocking, we rocking. How you doing? Yes, sir. What's going on, fellas, man? Appreciate y'all having me on here, man. I've been seeing y'all have some heavy hitters through here, man. And I just appreciate this opportunity to get a uh, little old me on this podcast and uh, talk to the people, man. So I appreciate <laughs> that, bro. Hey, appreciate <laughs> you, man. Nobody's too little or too big. We got you, baby boy. No doubt. Hey, I appreciate that. Question. What you got? What? We like to, to figure out coast and. Don't regions. say we. Cam- we look, Cameo, I look, listen, he, I'm gonna go he's history, not very good history. at his geography. So we're trying to figure out whether it's West Coast, <laughs> East Coast, Southeastern, Midwest. What do they consider Nebraska? Yeah, it's the Midwest, man. Midwest. I was on it. I said, the I know. Yeah. Said Unlike you, I know my geography. Hey man, ain't nobody thinking about. Hey man, ain't nobody thinking about this. You know right now. Right. Hey, hey, P, hey P, you know, I told myself. You know, I've been I've been following the podcast, man, and I told myself, P, I wasn't gonna use any big words or anything like that today, man. I don't want you to have to rewind it on me. I don't want you to get on my head today, bro. So hey, I'm gonna keep it okay, simple for you. It's okay for the guests. But Cameo be getting carried away, man. So he'll use like four or five in a row, man. I'm like, come on, See, man, 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 man. We're not even starting with you. Anyway, we're right. excited that we got you on. Um, it's been in, uh, I won't Love. give any names, but it's been a really good week, obviously, for Nebraska women's basketball. Um, seeing some of the people that have committed. Uh, seeing some of the people from my coast, you know, yes, sir. That, that committed. So congratulations to you guys on that. Um, how is the family? How are you guys coping and managing um, through COVID? Because you have what you have three kids or four? Yeah, yeah, man, I have three. I have three. So, okay. Uh, and yeah, man, I got a house full, man. And you so stuck in a house with them like me, me with my three? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man. Well, I'm gonna pray for you, gotta, my boy. Hey, keep doing it, man. I got a two and a four year old and a thirteen year old, so it's oh, a busy. Oh, Lord, house. yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna pray for you because I ain't got to. I ain't got to worry about a two and a four year old, man. You got one that, that's going in a terrible 
terrible twos and the, ooh, and one hey. that just left the terrible threes. Lord that version. I'm a pretty good exactly. boy. So I'm just telling you, man. I'm just gonna let y'all know it might be the uncut version. They might jump in this room here in a second, hey, man. They think I'm like, playing hide and seek right now. Hey, you laughing? But I, I, I gotta worry about that every day. <laughs> here's the here's the beauty about Ball and Jim's podcast. We don't yeah. try to put the frosting on the cake. We just try to be That's the cake. Right. You know, we, we try to have some substance. We keep it real. We keep it raw. We keep it fresh and genuine. And so if they come in, they can say hello and it's all right. I know, right? Right on. <laughs> right on. Hey, um, we put them on the cast, baby. Right. It ain't hey, going right to stop this good content. It ain't going to stop this good knowledge <laughs> and experience that we're going to get from you. So uh, with that being said, just um, how, how has the family been managing uh, yeah. through this whole process? How's the health? Yeah. For sure, man. So my wife, she's a she's a she's she's a person that keeps me on schedule. You know, I'm more kind of go at, go by the seat of my pants, man, and just kind of go with the wind. But my wife kind of keeps everybody on schedule. So we, you know, every single day we wake up at a certain time. My son, he's a seventh grader, so uh, he has a schedule where he has to get up. We got our little family activity going on, and um, you know, from there, it's a little book study. You know, I do a little meditation myself, headspace, keep the mind right. Um, nice. You know, and then, you know, read the scripture. I'm a man of faith. So we read yeah. the scripture together, man. We eat together, wife throw some down. And uh, yeah, man. And then just going to um, just professional development, just uh, these podcasts and Zoom meetings and staying connected with my current players. And uh, like I said, man, around two, three o'clock, man, me and the little ones, man, we playing hide and seek. You know, we playing, we playing something. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I we love playing that. something, man. Got card games going. So just trying to stay active, bro, and um, taking care of ourselves during this crazy time. But, you know, prayers and um, thoughts for everybody around the country <clears throat> going through this, man. And it's just a great time, to be honest with you, just to embrace that uh, family that family time. Hey, man, this has been good, man. How, how has it been, like... How did you guys disseminate the information to your team when the season got up ended? Like, do you remember where you were? How did that go? Yeah, so you know, we was uh, it abruptly ended. Of course, we were actually uh, my head coach Amy and uh, one of the assistants, Coach Mays. They were actually on the road, so they uh, hit the road and was traveling up to uh, I believe it was Minnesota and going to okay. do a home visit. So when we uh, when we got the news, I was at home. I was you know, a constant communication with our compliance because we kept seeing a few schools getting shut down and, you know, this is going on, you know, this pandemic and it was a, you know, so pretty much what they did was they, they told us that they have to get off the road and I'll never forget I was at home. I called Amy and was like, listen, I just got the news that we have to get off the road, no more recruiting or anything like that. So Amy and Tandem both came back and, um, you know, we talked about it amongst each other as the staff and we were like, how do we want to break it to our team? And mm. uh, yeah, we just, you know, we called them uh, individually and just told them where, you know, what's happening right now. And just, you know, as leaders of this um, program, we knew we had to be in constant communication and be efficient with our communication as well. And just yeah. being honest, you know, just uncut and just raw and letting them know exactly what's going on and give them some type of direction. But um, yeah, so that's kind of what we worked with that whole thing. And it was just more individual calls, uh, calling our kids up and just having a, that uh, conversation with them. Did you guys ever get to, did you at least make it through the point where you had like the, the end of the season activities, like your banquets and awards and dinner, that type of thing? No, it all got canceled, man. Everything was uh, canceled. Yeah, it, it was tough. So a couple of families had uh, plane tickets to come out and, you know, everything was scheduled, ready to go. But just because it ended so abruptly, we had to just tell them like, hey, sorry at this time, you know, we got to cancel it. Wow, man, that that's, 
Incredible. Hey, by the way, man, you you know a couple of my favorite people. Who's that? Chuck. You know, I, I met Chuck guys through a, a good friend, uh, Wesley Brooks. Yes, sir. Brooks. You know? <laughs> Wesley Brooks. That's you know? my man. Where's hey, man? That's it. That's a good dude, man. I, I I gotta figure out what that brother eats and drinks. Because <laughs> Wes has been the same age, for right? Like uh, Ten years, man. Ain't a wrinkle, ain't, a, ain't hey, nothing. Hey, I tell you what, he been that never take that facial hair off. He too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, get your ten year old butt up out of hey, here. So, <laughs> hey, so him everywhere he goes. So fun, like, funny story, man. I mean, I know we uncutting this raw, but we was having a drink, man. Me and him went to. Uh, a restaurant we had a drink or whatnot and uh the, the bar the um the waitress came by and she was like can i have your id and she asked me and i'm younger than west and i'm like you're not gonna ask this man right here like <laughs> he older than me just because i'm bald don't get it to me you know but but no that's my guy though man he looked look like i'm with you p he looked like he's about 12 years old man shout hey, out to west i know shout out big west Hey, shout out to West Bend. And so speaking of that, just talking about some of the relationships that yeah. you've built that actually got you into the game. Like, how did you... Well, let me go back further. Yeah. Because uh, you're a defensive guy. I am. A At the NAI level, I want to say you're a defensive player of the year, your teammate, the lead eight. Yeah. So talk about that experience at the NAI level for you as a player. And then how did you get into collegiate coaching no doubt man so when i went um, i was a juco guy first so i went to a juco okay um and played for coach o coach o now the associate head coach of uh kansas state so i played for a hey, juco product baby yes sir yes sir so uh i went juco man and played there at missouri state of west plains and i uh, played for coach o and ended up going to northwestern oklahoma um down in alba oklahoma you probably never heard of alba oklahoma but it's probably just the street light and the Walmart there, man, and the Pizza Hut. Can't forget the Pizza Hut. But um, small town, man. Um, you know, I got there through one of my good friends in Kansas City, a uh, good friend of mine. And he kind of told me about the place, uh, Northwestern Oklahoma, and um, talked to the coach and Bob uh, Bob Batista. He's kind of a Hall of Famer down there, in Oklahoma. Got the opportunity to go play for him for two years, and uh, I was a guy, man. I was a scorer, you know, in JUCO, but. I needed to fill a role. You know, there was a role that needed to be filled and it was defense. And I kind of, you know, me being from Chicago, born and raised, I was, uh, I was always- Right down! Yes, sir. I was always a guy that, uh, you know, had to fight for mine and just always had that competitive spirit in me. So when I went there, man, he saw me being competitive and trying to be up and do everything. So my whole role flipped to more of a defensive guy. And uh, Cam, you did your homework, bro. I uh, definitely was the defensive player of the year two years back to back and um oh back to back baby back. hey talk to hey 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 my man chest stuck out i like that hey folks too look put some respect on my name y'all man. crazy man <laughs> but <laughs> nah so um but yeah so right after that man I, I was finishing up school and um you know they always say like the best way to get a job is if you can't go to your alma mater or you know somewhere where uh, people know you um it's, it's a struggle you know so i actually had an opportunity to be a graduate assistant there uh working for um coach brown who took over for coach batiste once he retired and um, i was doing individual workouts man on the men's side and of course i started on the men's side for three four years and um i had my son i actually had my son when i was in college um wow okay yeah my 13 year old so i was working a job full-time job i was married i was um um, you know, trying to play the game of basketball, then I started coaching and doing individual skill work. 
and mm. uh, doing all that man it was a grind for sure but I just tried to keep grinding and networking with different people and uh, one of my head coaches got me connected with uh, um, a guy down at uh, uh, West Texas over in the Wayland Baptist University yes familiar yep so West Texas I ended up going down there for a year as an assistant coach and then I moved over to uh, Rogers State University um was he, on the, was he on the men, he was on the men's side or the women's side at that time? Yep, still on the men's side. Okay. Still on the men's side. So when I was on the men's side, my boss now currently, uh, Amy Williams, was the yes. uh, head women's basketball coach there at Rogers State. So being at Rogers State, man, with our, the men's um, facilities and the offices were upstairs and hers were downstairs, the women. But I will always go down there. I love talking to people, man. One thing about me, Kim, I, I love people, man. I love growing. I love connecting with people and just networking. And, um, so I was talking to her staff and just getting to know her more. I would go to her practices because I love what she stood for, man, just empowering young women to be great. And I love the relationship that she had with her player. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, man. So one day she came to our <clears throat> practice and I was like, yeah, I saw you watching. And we, we kind of joked about that. And um, she would come in and pop in there every now and then. And we just talk life and, and just basketball. So one day. She asked me, remind you, I'm from Chicago. So remind you, when she came in there and was like, Chuck, um, I want I want you to come with me to South Dakota. And I'm like, what? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> you like, huh? like, like, what are we doing in South Dakota? You know, and I knew she was from South Dakota. I knew that was home for her. But I'm like, South Dakota, what are you talking about? So me and her got this cool relationship. And she was like, well, I got a division one job up there. Um, you know, on the women's side, of course. And I would love for you yeah. to come with me. I love what you stand for. I love your work ethic. And uh, I want somebody who I who I know that's going to be loyal with. Yeah. And, um, so you guys' admiration for each other in terms of just that that bond and respect for what you do, really, that kind of led you, right? No doubt. That's what it yeah. did, man. And uh, and here I am, you know, eight years later on the women's side. We went to South Dakota and had a lot of success there, man. And um, won a national. Hey, hey, I remember. Hey, by the way, I remember yeah. that run. That's South Dakota. I do too. Because <laughs> um, one of my one of my one of my daughters, yeah. one of my daughters was on that squad, uh, Rachel Contreras. <laughs> That's right, Rachel from Oakland, man, <laughs> North. That's right, from Cali. That was my girl, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Hey, y'all. If y'all don't know Rachel, Rachel can shoot a thirty foot three <laughs> flat flat footed, <laughs> and it be nothing but bottoms. It's right. tough. I remember her, hey, knucking up against Stanford. That's know? her. Yeah, that's that's Rachel, man. So we was yeah, that was that, that was great, man. She loved you guys too. She loved that that experience, man. You guys treated her well, and and then you guys matriculated up to Nebraska. That's right. That's right. So, so did he just say matriculated? <laughs> hey, hey, man, listen, man. Like, <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. There you go. You knew we were going to do something. See, I'm yeah. not even going to mess with this guy. Like, so, <laughs> so, so, you guys have success, and yeah. you guys still together. You're still with Amy. Talk a little bit about, about Amy and how you guys made it, back, made it up to Nebraska. Yeah. So, um, you know, that last, that fourth season at um, South Dakota, because we was there for four years. And of course, uh, the success was there. We were happy uh, being in South Dakota. Of course, that was home for her. But yeah. um, the only job that would take her away was Nebraska because that's her alma mater. That's where she played. Right, right, right. So, so um, you know, there's some things happen. Coaches, coaching changes over here in Nebraska, and um, I guess she got a call, man. And you know, 
she accepted the course and we got here in Nebraska and trying to do our thing here, man. It's most definitely been some roller coaster, but just trying to be consistent and get back to those championship ways here in Nebraska that they had in the past. It's good. Hey, 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 I'm hey. We about to do three man weed, baby. About to do three man weed. I'm about to throw it off the glass. P, I'm gonna outlet it right to on. you. So coming off the glass, I'm kicking it up to P. Uh, I'm getting wide. Yeah. Chuck, you on the right wing. P got the yeah. rock in the middle, and he about yeah. to throw you a what? Throw it to him, P. Throw it to him. I'm about to throw it this live, baby. So you, you're deep in the play. We we'll see if you got some hop. <laughs> All right, throw it up there. Throw it up. Me and Cameo are recruits. Yeah. Why should we come play in Nebraska? Well, the biggest thing is, uh, you know, everybody talk about facilities and everybody talk about, um, you know, the crowd and different things like that. But we always talk about life after basketball, man. Mm. You know, we're big on relationships and the things and the resources that we have here in Nebraska. Kids work too hard their whole life for, um, you know, to go to a place where they don't have the support after basketball. Mm. You know, it's cool to get right, right. It's cool to get buckets during the season. You don't have the greatest support ever like that you know we always been top 20 in the country with attendance but and we have some of the best facilities but uh when you have your coaches coming to your weddings and caring about you after basketball that's mm. what we feel like matters the most yes sir wow. dude i tell you something else too i like that 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 philosophy because at the end of the day i keep telling these young ladies you know cammy do as well there ain't a big pot a gold at the end of the rainbow you know there ain't no multi-million dollar contract waiting for you in the NBA and nothing like that. So That's if you don't have that that life after basketball playing in place, you're already in trouble. Yeah, man, we always talk about the 40 years after basketball because we're going to have fun, man. You're going to have some of the best college experiences, uh, you know, but it's life after basketball. You know, I think yeah. that's the biggest right. piece right there. Hey, so one of the, after, like, with, with COVID happening and not having spring workouts and yeah. – um, no live period and all that. How is that going to impact whenever this ends and the team comes back together? How is that going to impact kind of how you guys go about your business um, in terms of prioritizing what is conditioning, defensive sets first, offensive sets first? Like, what do you think? I know it's fluid, but, yeah. but what are you guys thinking? Of? Yeah, we've been um, having some discussions because right now um, it's crazy too because I've been hearing a lot of schools, I shouldn't say a lot, but I talked to a couple of um, assistants the other day and they talked about not having summer at all now. No yeah. summer A, no yeah, summer Yeah, that's what we're hearing. Yeah, so. Yeah, we heard the same. That's the case, man. Um, you know, we have to be, we're, we're, we're thankful, uh, you know, being here in Nebraska that we have a, you know, a, a sports performance lab here in-house where we can make sure we, taking the right steps to make sure these kids are, um, you know, pushing themselves, but at the same time, not getting injured, you know. Did you say a sports performance lab? Yeah, a sports performance lab, yeah. Y'all over there building robotic players, man. What y'all got going (laughs) over there in Cornhusker country, man? (laughs) No, it's it's pretty cool, man. You know, the Golden State Warriors have came up here. We had a lot of professional players that came up here and checked it out, but it's a um, it's a pretty cool thing, man. So we've been meeting with our sports performance team just about the steps that we need to take uh, with our kids once they get back. Just the strategic plan in the weight room um, and a strategic plan, of course, on the basketball court um, because all of it correlates. You know, everything comes right. together, and you need everybody. You need everybody from um, support staff, from an athletic training standpoint, all the way to the nutritionists that we have here. Everybody on the same page. I like that. Hey, something. Look, I don't think that um, we've asked this of our guests yet, and I'm fine if you don't answer. It's 
whatever you just go by but do you think that um you know because i think we're in a paradigm shift right now and when everything is back to quote unquote the new normal that it will shift how we've done official visits and unofficial visits um seeing that a lot of people are having success i know we kind of got to do it this way now virtually Right. Uh, but maybe it saves some people some money down the road. So maybe just an economic shift in kind of how we do things, maybe. For sure, man. I think uh, it's most definitely going to be a shift and a change. And I think everybody's trying to figure those things out. But, um, you know, like you said, man, I think um, the biggest thing is, you know, once kids and everybody get back and, um, you know, we talk, you know, the NCAA, who, who knows? Everybody's been talking about the home visits and, yeah. you know, changing that whole routine up about, you know, playing in March. And, well, that's the only time we can go out and do home visits. But you're right, Cam. I mean, we've been having success recruiting kids and getting kids committed just through Zoom, you know? Right. And, and what I'm right. The real, MVP, the real MVP, the real MVP. Man. I need some stock in Zoom, man. Hey. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is, man. But to be honest with you, I think the biggest key, and we talked about this as a staff, but it's going to come down to relationships, man. Because a yes. lot of kids not yes. um, right. making visits or whatever uh, right now, but it's all based on relationships. So if I can't depend on Cam to reach out to a Rachelle and Rachelle speak highly of Nebraska and their coaches, I mean, what is that going to do, you know? Right. Like, so I just think the biggest thing right, right now is just relationship. And like I said, I don't know, Cam, who's, what's going to happen, man. Moving yeah, and I mean, either. I, you know, you just think of stuff, as, you know, as, that we're, you know, yeah, we're in basketball. And so you're just thinking outside the box. Like, man, you know, there's going to be some changes. Right. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong. <clears throat> ideally, you want to sit across somebody and read the room. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, right. we, we all want to do that. Um, but just thinking from an right. economic standpoint, especially for like the mid, um, the D twos and the mids, like so. Just thinking about that economic impact, man. So I, I, I figured I, I would ask that. Um, yeah. and like the, he, well, actually, you know what, Cameo? That's an excellent question because when you got so much uncertainty, it it, it tends to lead to speculation yeah. on what what's the future hold so that's and an it, excellent question here which, which actually scares yeah, like really junior colleges too man like what is they going to do with them you know especially with all the transfers are kids going to be able to play right away well why recruit why recruit a kid right. a juco kid when you can go get a kid that have the experience in the sec for a year already and she's going to be right. able to play right away so i think it's going it's going to hurt a lot right. of, it's going to have an effect on a lot of people um you know moving from the top to the bottom for sure Man, that, hey, that trickle down effect is gonna be bananas. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, Coach, what what do you think is the number one thing that has allowed you to have success, a successful career that spanned over ten years? Like, what do you think people see in you uh, that's allowed you to have success? Just being real, man. One people, one thing people would all tell you. I think if you can talk to Wes, just anybody that know me. I'm just a realist, man. I'm a real person. I try to be as authentic, yes. authentic as I can. And um, mm-hmm. sometimes- We've had them conversations. I know. I yeah, can speak to that. You know? <laughs> and sometimes I come across, you know, uh, tough love or whatever you want to call it. But people know I love hard. And um, at the same time, I'm going to always be real with you, you know? Okay. Look, I, hey, man, you, you've been amazing, my brother. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, I got, I, got a, I got a personal question. Got I got to ask this question. I'm just looking at the bio. I'm looking at the wife's name, Charmaine. Yeah, Charmaine. I said correctly. Yeah, Chuck the third, Cameron, and daughter yes, Cameron. So yeah, so you, you a guy after my heart. <laughs> you know why? 
because all my kids' name being put J. <laughs> and all them kids right, smart <laughs> so, right, so I'm gonna tell you what I did. Now I mean I don't know if you did this or not, but I'm gonna give you a little something something. I got a tattoo with a big K and all my kids' names coming I, off of it. Right now, it's like a damn paragraph with about five names. But yours wouldn't look that bad if you had like right. a big C with your kid's name coming up. Actually, you can throw your wife's name in it too. So that way you can get a little brownie like point for the wife. I like the way yeah, you think yeah. it. But I'm just telling you. Just looking out for my hey, man. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking out for my guy, man. Right. Hey, I, you know what? Because we, we want to help the players okay. as well. So just. Um, thinking about the transition of, of high school players to college and all are not the same but for the most part there's a consensus on some of the things that they come in and struggle with yeah for sure number one at the top of your list would be what it's a couple of things man i think uh, a lot of people have probably already said like the defensive thing and that's true i do think that's true but i think on the offensive end that I'm, I'm the offensive coordinator here in um, nebraska and i do a lot of things on the offensive end and um, I always say like over dribbling. You know, I think that the, mm. oh, oh God, I, I yeah. I think uh, a lot of kids come in thinking that you, you know, because they watch highlights, they see all the glamour and all that stuff. But to be real with you, man, I think kids, uh, you know, they're freshmen and sophomore year trying to transition to the college level. Uh, they always over dribble. They put themselves in a bad situation. But then I don't think that the and, and not only are they over dribbling, but at your level. The, the space on the court is smaller, and I hope Small. they kind of get that. You know, you got six 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 five. You know, right. you're straight, yeah, everybody everybody bigger. Being bigger, <laughs> it's yeah. not even a whole lot of room to do all that nineteen dribble combo. Man. So you're speaking of the of the, of the, <laughs> the over dribbling, man. That is major. We call it dancing with the basketball when I was at DVC. Please don't get out there trying to do the four step shuffle. You know, with the dribble. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody That's got right. hey, and then you're dealing with grown women. Grown right. your grown women teammates are looking at you like, bruh, like, exactly. like what we doing? Right. Not not to mention like the shot clock is running down. <laughs> so so it's a whole <laughs> lot of things that can go wrong. But but coach, you didn't took us on your journey. Yeah. You didn't you didn't let us know about the lab at Nebraska, the location of Nebraska. What city's Nebraska in specifically? The Lincoln, oh, no, yeah. Lincoln, yeah. man, come on! I told yeah, you Lincoln. about your geography. <laughs> See, you hear my, no, you hear my co-host. You hear my co-host, man. Listen, everybody don't know that, man. Right, Lincoln, Nebraska, man. You know, it's like everybody think Northern California, San Francisco. Like, right, like, it's just San Francisco. Right? So, so anyway, coach. Yeah, everybody knows right. me, but it's they, Lincoln, they don't. Man. It's, I know. I'm sorry. Well, I, I just know my geography, and also know, also know my state capital. So, hey, man. Hey, <laughs> University of Nebraska women's assistant coach yes, Chuck sir. Love was in the building. Thank you, coach, for your time, man. No, man, I appreciate y'all, man. It's been a great hey. platform to speak to the people, and uh, you guys keep doing what you're doing, man. Thank you, brother. Hey, hey, check it out. Nothing, Nothing but love, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but hey, love, appreciate man. you, my man. Stay healthy, be blessed, be safe. Hey, y'all do the same, bro. Good talking to you. Thank you. All right, later, brother. Appreciate you. Later. Cameo, once again, that was an excellent guest, man. Good That's job, my boy. Man. That dude is, is is fun. He's 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 charismatic. Like uh, he's articulate. He's knowledgeable, um, and, and he's loyal. You know, he's rock. He's rock. I mean, um, if I get my numbers right, at Nebraska, five years, the four years at South Dakota, the, the straight up, and then uh, spending a different time. <clears throat> he was on the other side at Roger State. 
um, with her. So, man, that like they have chemistry, they have synergy, they have an understanding and respect for one another, and I can just appreciate that. You know what I mean? It, it's, and Me so, too, no doubt about it. Well, that's what they, Bob Stark, he just all if you think about everybody who's been in the game for twenty plus years. What's the first thing they mentioned as, as far as being assistant coach? Being loyal and 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 grind for that coach, not looking for the next job. Yes, next job yes. So to. with that being said, once again, University of Nebraska assistant women's basketball coach Chuck Love just graced us with his presence on the podcast. And with that being said, I am Cameo Williams with Gems in the Gym. I'm Prince with Ball and Prep. Another episode of Ball and Gems podcast. We we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace. Stay blessed. Peace out.